1: What's up you guys? Welcome to the March 8th edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down a full Friday slate of games. Got some back-to-backs. We had a two-game Thursday, overtime in the late game. There's some ramifications from that we'll talk about. Um, Great game last night, if you missed it, with the Blazers losing in overtime to the Thunder. With me to break this Friday slate down is Ryan Knoss. What's up, man?
2: Nothing. I I thoroughly enjoyed that OT game. Uh, just, you know, Yusuf Nurkic fouling out I think was huge, uh, and we saw Enes Cantor's defensive limitations kind of exploited by OKC in in the OT. But that was, yeah, that was a
1: fun game, and hopefully we get a couple of those thrillers tonight. Yeah, it was uh, it was just and the whole Nurk Westbrook Nurk Paul George thing. He kind of semi and look, like, it was pretty minor when he tripped Westbrook, and they gave him a tech, and that really came back to bite him. Was that second tech with that. Which I don't think he really earned that one, but he definitely... I mean, you headbutt a player, you're going to get a tech. Yeah. So, it was more... It's it's like, eh. But again, it's on him. Like, if you know you got a tech and you're in this game, then... I almost
2: feel like Paul George kind of baited him, because
1: he was real close.
2: He was was talking trash, and Nurk just, just barely crossed yeah. the line and i put his forehead getting... against the forehead it
1: wasn't much of a headbutt you yeah, know yeah but... it definitely wasn't yeah. like he wasn't trying to hurt him or anything nah. but uh yeah like he got that elbow to the face and i feel like that was definitely part of it too and then poor right. scalabissier no free throws and then gets called to shoot after nurk gets ejected but uh yeah it was fun. it's fun he got saved by a weird foul he missed both
2: those free throws which as you yeah. said can't blame the poor guy He came in cold and, uh, but, the, but then that foul on the second missed free throw, yeah. it was a crazy
1: finish. I comes through overtime. It was a great one. All right, so let's dive in. Um, not probably, that, I had a playoff atmosphere. There's not, there's probably, the main game today, obviously, is going to be the, the Nuggets and Warriors, but, um, yep. a lot of playoff implications here. We don't have any mega tank bowls like we saw on Wednesday when it was Nick's sons. Uh, Suns are hot all a sudden. They're not playing today, though. Um, so let's just run, actually, before we run it down, just some pointers, like pretty much the bottom line here is you gotta be at your desk for the last hour to lock. Like if you're gonna play DFS, I mean most people know this by now. Guys are gonna sit, and then like I said in the last pod, if your guys are secure in playoff positioning or they're you're getting a sense they're tanking, you see them on the injury report and they don't play early, sit them. Like for instance, Kawhi, I'm not touching today. Not a national game against a team that's not very good. Just all the check spots, even though it's not a back-to-back. like You cannot play Kawhi unless he starts at 7 or 7.30. And I still think even 7.30 is at risk. So that's pretty much the moral of the story here. So we probably won't go too deep just because a lot of it will seem pointless. um, Because so many guys are going to sit now. Any other things you want to add or... No, I
2: agree. I, I think uh, we're sort of at the tipping point of silly season where lineups start to get crazy. You look at a team like the Pelicans tonight, you know, a couple couple interesting plays in the wake of, of Drew Holiday's injury. We'll get to that. But there's just so many, so many variables for these teams. You know, the Raptors center position is up and down. Teams that are tanking, their lineups could change night to night. Um, so, yeah, we're starting to get, as you said, at the very least, lock in for the last 30 minutes. You know, keep Roto World's news feed w- wide open in your browser <laughs> and just yeah, yeah. Uh, react accordingly.
1: Yeah, and also too, which uh, made me look smart last week. I was like, if you're trying to stack games, and you're kind of figuring out which ones, stack the earlier ones if you can, uh, just because they're a little bit safer. So, like I had said, I the game I wanted to stack the most last Friday was Bulls Hawks, and that like worked out. Um <laughs> oh, they, wow. okay. they had over uh, over a hundred points over the over under. Uh, so there was just kind of a, but yeah, again, like information's your friend. So the earlier yeah. to start, you're gonna have more information. So yeah, you won't like... you
2: won't hit four overtime periods every time. Because... Yeah, you definitely <laughs> won't.
1: Like that was not exactly, but it was. awesome. It's gonna be a, a close one. So a lot of people just Trey Young smash Alex Lynn was a, well, I wasn't on. Alex Lynn was pretty much the difference maker. But yeah. he was he was like a he was like a, I want to say seven or eight points. But the overtimes he just feasted yeah uh okay so let's dive in here got two early games um mavs 103 at magic 110 maxi kleber has got that knee thing he's questionable terrence ross is back after practicing yesterday um orlando's been a little slow lately they've been at 27 on uh, time possession time per possession since the deadline this quickly wanted to highlight dwight powell he's been insane uh he shot 91 percent on threes over his last five 10 or 11 he's 12 15 on jumpers Eight dunks, 16 layups. Like, it's all at it's total Murray ball uh, at the rim uh, and then shooting threes at a crazy clip. He's expensive now. Like, he was pretty much free money for a couple weeks, but now he's, I think, like six, seven. Uh, So, I still think he's in play, but obviously, it's not like plug. And and the Magic have actually been bad interior wise on defense. So, uh, I don't hate Powell. I would like him a lot more if he's cheaper, but I still think he's an option. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think more of a
2: cash game kind of guy because at 77400 certainly not cheap. The Magic have given up the second fewest fantasy points of any team in their past dozen games. That's overall as you pointed out, they've been they've been weaker versus big men. So, a better matchup for a power forward center type, but I'm still not loving him just because of the overall matchup versus Orlando, his price hike. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think he's safe in cash games. I don't love his upside uh, for tourneys. And what about Luka at 9'8", a
1: little pricey against Orlando?
2: Yeah, too pricey for me. I'm saving up for for Harden, Westbrook, yeah. Paul George. These guys, I don't – yeah, I'm not – Paul George?
1: Them. I'm not playing Paul George in a back-to-back little 08 start. No? It. Okay. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Yeah, like we'll, I said, we'll get so, there. Yeah, and Westbrook – well, we'll get there. Okay, sorry. Um, That's definitely going to be a topic for – for, for for that one, so the lake it's weird like the late games are the good games. Anyways, um, so yeah, anybody else here with the with the Kleber possibly not playing? Would you look at um, Dorian Finney-Smith as like a punt? He's three nine. I mean, that's not bad. There's not too many guys that are cheap.
2: He's in play, honestly, and I think especially it, it looks like he'll continue to start over Dirk. Probably, I don't I don't know. Well, I think if... the
1: Kleber thing is why Dirk got pushed to the bench because they need some second unit depth for their forward positions. So I think playing DFS at the four is probably what they did that too.
2: Yeah, because we haven't heard about Kleber practicing. He was yeah. in a suit the last game. It seems like he's has he been ruled out? I don't he's, think he's so. He's
1: questionable. But... It probably be game time. Yeah, but he didn't it seems dress like for the last him, yeah. game. So, uh, and I don't think he really did much in warmups either. So I, I feel like it probably be he'll be good to go. And so just yeah. off the top, the headline really is: there's like two clear punts that most people are going to be on. It's Frank Jackson and Royce O'Neill. So you're going to probably have to mix it up a little bit, uh, especially in tournaments, just because I think they're such obvious plays. but um, So I think fin- Finney Smith for under four guy, I think you can look at him.
2: I like it. And, I mean, his splits as a starter are way better than when he comes off the bench. So assuming that's the case tonight, one more reason to pay close attention to lineups as we get closer.
1: Yep. Uh, anybody else? I refuse Tim Hardaway Jr. at all costs. Uh, what well, <laughs> What do you think? He's also, uh, by the way, um, no, home, kind of a homecoming game narrative for Finney Smith. He's a Florida guy. so uh, university, okay. university of Florida, so if you're into that sort of thing.
2: uh, Yeah, no, not for Dallas. No real interest in anyone else on, yeah, on that lineup. Good uh, Orlando, who anyone jump out at you there?
1: Not particularly. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Gordon is someone that I looked at. His price isn't too bad. Playing better, shooting better. Uh, I want to see some other non-scoring stats, but I think he's an option if you are going to go after this game and play pal or something. But it's not – I think the other game's a better stack game if you are if you want to stack a 7 o'clock.
2: Yeah, I'm weirdly not against Nikolai Vujovic. I think uh, – I mean he's hit f- at least 40 fantasy points in all but one of his past seven games. He's dropped 50 in five of those seven games. Uh, sixty in two of them. So I mean, he, and he's just been so incredibly steady all season. I feel like he's uh, ten thousand, uh, actually ten thousand one hundred. So his price point's gonna scare away a lot of owners. He's also coming off a reasonably poor game against Philly, where he only had thirty fantasy points. So his ownership's gonna be down. It's not a fantastic matchup. It's gonna be pretty slow pace, but I I like Vooch a lot. He's he's just super super steady. So. Uh, I think I'll sneakily fit him into a bunch of lineups tonight actually.
1: Yeah, his last game he played against DeAndre Jordan didn't have a great game. Uh forty one possessions against him, only six points. So obviously DJ's not there. Definitely a more friendlier matchup too. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely yeah. with that. Just, um I I feel like I'd rather spend up for other guys. But yeah, he's Yeah. Like you said, if we did like a consistency ranking, he'd be so so high. Yeah. Night, night after night he'd feel like he'd never rarely disappoint you. Um and yeah, he's really been one of the best Season-long values of the year. He's what I think number six or seven for total value on the season. it has been a monster. Um, okay, let's move on. We got Wizards at one fifteen at Hornets uh, one twenty. Both these teams play tomorrow. A couple notes: uh, Bismack Biombo is probable with a knee thing, and James Brego hinted at a rotation change. So the big rotation change that we've seen recently has been Frank Kaminsky, who's been really stellar um, as a scorer twenty in the last game. Uh, minutes are up, playing a little bit of, mostly four, a little bit of five. I think Bismack Biambo could even help him. Um, and I think it's a good matchup to use him against Thomas Bryant. So I think that could be the wrinkle. You know, it's maybe try and frank at the five to get some of their wings more minutes. Uh, possibly get an MKG back in the mix a little bit. So I guess starting with the Hornets, um, a, how much I like Kemba a lot. Uh, I think it's a great, great matchup though. The Wizards are giving up a lot of shots at the rim, by the way, 25 since the break. That's the most in the NBA, um, so I think Kemba's in a good spot. Um, I'm, uh, and, they, and then obviously, um, I don't know if I could trust Frank yet. But what do you think about uh, any Hornets?
2: Uh, Hornet wise, yeah, Kemba's in a good spot, but he's a guy like he costs nine thousand. I'd rather play Vooch and try to punt point guard. You know, so. Uh-huh. I don't think he's going to make it onto a lot of my rosters, but we'll see. Uh, Marvin Williams, I'd throw him out there. The Wizards are giving up max value to, to power forwards lately, by which I mean the most of any team in the league over the past dozen games. So I'm fine with him. He's cheap. He's, you know, 5,200. I think he's a sneaky kind of solid, boring play that will have low ownership and could and hit for you. Um, yeah, commit, I mean, the wrinkles you mentioned – I like Kaminsky's kind of hot I don't know where his yeah he's still only yeah, 4,400 yeah so there you go he's definitely in play um, otherwise I'm not gambling on as you said like MKG might enter the rotation but so be it Could punt with double Frank punt
1: uh, Kaminsky Frank, and Jackson Frank Jackson Frank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah um okay, so yeah, I'm with I'm with you. Um I I was scared to say Marvin. I'm always scared to say Marvin. But, <laughs> no, it's yeah, not I, a, I like it's not Marvin. A good, it, and I feel like Kaminsky wouldn't hurt because he can Marvin plays some five. Uh, again he loved uh we Brega loves his defense. Mans are mm-hmm. pretty consistent as well. Um and again, um they don't defend well at all. I mean this team's projected to score one twenty. So yeah, I mean, this game has uh, really stackable stuff going on here, which is kind of why I like Kemba if you wanted to go after this one. Yeah, there you go. Um, Zellard, no.
2: Not so much. Yeah, no. he's
1: kind of boring. Um, he's even like worse, more boring than Marvin is. Tough but, to um, say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Wizards, uh, Bradley Beal scored 33 per game in the, in the previous two. Uh, Trevor Reza played 40 minutes in the previous two. Sadaransky played 41 minutes in the last game um, Previous two average averaged 18-4-5 and five. And then Troy Brown's kind of getting in the mix That pretty much just takes Jason Randall out So um, I think Sadaransky's a guy I'm kind of looking at um, I mean, He's 6-2, I think that's a good price For a guy that's going to probably play in the upper 30s mm-hmm. So uh, And again, it should be a higher scoring game I feel like this game could be one of the closer games of the night So I'm into him a little bit, but I, I do like Bradley Beal so I always like Bradley Beal uh, yeah. He's expensive, yeah. but he's he should
2: be. Yes, yeah, Sadoransky, as you said, he's coming off a fantastic game versus the Mavs. It's a pretty good matchup for him. I mean, not terrible, but I'm not really sold on his upside. I think he's also going to have slightly inflated ownership because of that big game he's coming off, so I don't want to chase that necessarily. Mm-hmm. But Beal, I'm way into. And if you, even if you're stacking this game, I'd try to get that extra 1500 to spend on Beal over Kemba.
1: Yeah, I'm with you too. I mean, it's if if you wanted to uh, like again, you could just play them both and just go nuts. Yeah, like play free, play play Marvin, uh, even Thomas Bryant. I think at four is a possible option. Yeah, um, it's yep. been pretty solid in the low twenties. Uh, maybe go block some shots in this matchup too. So, yeah, this is one of my one of my favorite games again because it's early.
2: <laughs> Do you ever touch these days, guys like Trevor Reza, Jeff Green? uh, well, I mean, you, you got Jeffrey Chibari Parker, Bobby Portis. There's a lot of moving pieces in that front court. How do you come down on that? I think
1: Portis is pretty solidified where he is. Like, he's, doesn't, he's him and Brian are pretty much a close split. Um, But Portis needs to have his hot stretch. Like, if he doesn't have that one stretch where he scores, like, 10 points in, like, four or five minutes, he's pretty much toast. So I could see him doing it. But he's 6'5". I think that's a little high for him, for a guy who doesn't really block shots, especially in Fandle where you want three blocks. Yeah, But um, yeah, I'm kind of just saying. And then Jabari's cutting into Jeff Green a little bit, so I don't really – I'm kind hey, of avoiding that situation.
2: Interestingly, Bobby Portis, I just noticed past eight games, he've, he's right. been trading off games with at least 32 fantasy points with games with 25 or under. So 35, right. 25, 37, 14, 32, 17, 39, 20. So maybe he's due for a big one. <laughs> he's due.
1: <Maybe. laughs> All right, let's move on to another one here. We got Cavs one two at Heat one fifteen. Uh, no Deli, no Tristan Thompson. Ante Jesits is questionable with the concussion, so he should be back. Had his concussion on Thursday, like the mm. last minute. Um, missed that back to back, and then one other one. Uh, so no back to back. So Love's gonna play. Uh, I guess starting with Cavs. I I hate Colin Sexton. But without Deli behind him, I think he's got 35 minutes in him at 5,000 in a matchup that I don't think is terrible for him. Like, that's pretty good for a guy that I think is going to play point for 35-plus minutes. So, it's it's tough because it's the Cavs and they could definitely just flop and score like 80 points. But I don't hate Sexton at a pretty good price at 5,000. I find it... You're right. I mean... The situation sort of lends itself to him playing well. Like, who's going to back him up? Brandon Knight. I mean, obviously yeah. Jordan Clarkson plays in the wing, so I feel like he's assuming he doesn't get in foul trouble. Like, he could even get forty tonight I minutes. Mean, yeah, it's. I mean, right, the playing time is going to be there. And he plays. Um, and he plays deep into garbage
2: time. And he plays until the
1: all of garbage time, time. Sometimes too, so he's kind of protected there. Yeah,
2: which overcomes a bad matchup. I mean, Miami's defense is tough. They've been tough against point guards. And this game has the second lowest over/under of the night, ahead of only the Jazz Grizzlies, which <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. But um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's there's some headwinds in terms of the matchup, but you're right that situationally, in terms of you know De- De- Deli being out and so forth, he should play huge minutes. It kind of cancels
1: out for me, honestly. I'm not super excited about him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> it's just playing time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if Delhi was playing, I wouldn't like him. But I just think not having a backup is is why I'm in on that. Fair, um, and he's cheap. I mean, five thousand.
2: That's tough to beat.
1: Yeah, and and Clarkson too for the same reasons. Uh, he's only five thousand. Definitely could see him getting hot in the second unit. Um, yeah, it's just they're gonna be pretty thin. So, uh what about uh Kevin Love? He's eight six. He's been pretty effective when he plays. But, um, yeah, again, it's just hard to play the Cavs on the road just because I'm worried about them getting them blown out. Although, I should add, I, I think that they're, what, like three and two or something like that with Love in the lineup. They've been pretty, when it gets like 10 minutes or something, they've been pretty decent yeah. keeping games close. So maybe um, I'm overreacting to the Cavs fact that it's kind of been hit on us here. Uh, yeah, they are. So let's see here. One, two, three, four, and two. Yeah, four and two since uh, Kevin Love's kind of had. Ten plus minutes. So it's not. I mean, it's not pretty. It's pretty good. Easier matchups too. But this is one of their tougher. They've they've had a pretty easy schedule, so it's a little misleading.
2: They have. And and his game versus Brooklyn the other day was the first time he's cracked twenty eight minutes mm-hmm. since returning yep. from injury. Well, so. thirty one. Yeah, he had twenty
1: nine. But oh, yeah. he's been steadily rising. He hit thirty one. So I think he's got thirty today. And he's coming off at twenty four and sixteen with four. And he had a slow start too. He missed his first three shots. Wasn't getting in the line until the second quarter. So I could definitely—he's he's an option if you think that the Cavs can hang tight in this one and you want to stack it and go with Sexton um, and maybe um, any of the interior guys. Bam, Kelly Leonard who's been on fire. Like I think this, this game has some stack appeal. But again, betting on the Cavs to be in a close game is always risky business. Yeah, and they—they that- that- they played, yeah. they played the Nets tight in the last game. If didn't—if didn't didn't go off in the fourth quarter, they probably would have won that game too. Yeah, so I don't they know, better I watch could... out. For, yeah. right before they
2: before they know it. I mean, where are they at? They're currently oh on the Bubblers, the th- uh, the third worst team in the league. So they've got a two and a half game quote unquote lead over the Bulls for yeah. for one of those top odds in the draft. So you yeah. K- can't win too many more games.
1: So it's <laughs> getting pretty interesting. I guess the oh, yeah. Adam Silver's pretty happy with the new tanking plan. So what are you, are you, are you with me on love that I saw you on him a little bit or no? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I also think that.
2: You know, due to the matchup and the kind of uncertainty of Love and how how short a span he's been a consistent DFS player, he's not going to be owned a lot of places. So if you want to be a contrarian tonight, that's a good that's a good look.
1: Yeah, and, he, and so the, I mean, there's three cats right there: Quirkson, Sexton, Love. Um, what about Larry Nance too? I mean, he's he's definitely been should be meant to – But if if Jijic isn't going to play, that's that right. Help. It's, 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 yeah,
2: it's the Gijech factor. If he plays, I'm well off Nance and. Yeah. There's only so much I can faith uh, faith I can put in this matchup. So.
1: Yeah, it's true. Like you're not putting <laughs> all your the bounds. Like, a if little. you play, yeah. if you play one lineup and you're choosing to stack this game, like that's not the way I'd go. But I'm saying if you play a lot of lineups, then you know, yeah, stacking yeah, yeah. this game, sure. I could see it. I could see it being close again. Cavs are a little underrated with love in there. Um, okay, moving to the Heat side. Still got Drogic question with the calf thing. Uh, it sounds like Hassan Whiteside is locked in as a bench guy. Hasn't quote-unquote talked to him, but he said he's okay with coming off the bench. Uh, he mentioned he has a great <laughs> plus-minus, and he tore up the, uh, the Hornets in the last game off the bench. Yeah. So, where are we at on this one? Bam, Olenek, Whiteside, I think are all in play. Bam's 5-1. Olenek is 6-4, which is pr- pretty decent. And then Whiteside is 7-4, which is going to be tough for a guy coming off the bench. So, I'm not too into Whiteside on that one, but I'm down for Bam at 5-1. Yeah, Bam's
2: just good value. I mean, as we said with Sexton, when you're in that, and Marvin Williams even, right around 5,000, that's a sweet spot for a guy who can hit 30 fantasy points. Um, Kelly O'Linick I'm buying into. He's 6,400, so I wish he was cheaper, but he's on fire lately. He's got 40-plus fantasy points in three of his past six games. He hasn't dropped below 20 in any of those, so he's unlikely to ruin you. I think he could go off versus the Cavs, Mm. so... I'm into him. Uh, Whiteside, I'm with you. Too, too expensive. And he's been so inconsistent. I mean, he'll be hot one game, vanish the next. And he went off in the last game, but he only played, what, 24 minutes? And he played the whole first, uh, fourth quarter just because he was on fire, which is totally fluky. So, yeah, I'm not chasing that.
1: Yeah. Uh, what about Richardson? He is, what, mm. six? What was he six? six? Yeah. Uh, that's. Minutes are high, though. Like, that's a, that's the thing. He played 39 minutes. He's going to get minutes. It's the Cavs. He's actually been kind of subpar against the Cavs, but shooting the ball a little bit better since the break. Uh, so, that's good. Um, we still need to see his defensive stats show up, which has been really been killer, but yeah. hey, he's shooting 44% from the field. He's shooting six threes a game now. Still hasn't got his three to drop yet. He's only shot 27% from three since the break, so... Yeah, again, just if you're really aggressive on stacking, I'm kind of into it, but I'm not like... just pure, If you're going to play just Richardson by himself, like I'm not into it. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean Rich, Richardson with Bam, who... Bam's like, by himself, I like.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd plug Bam in there. Justice Winslow's not terrible. My problem with Miami is they have so many different guys. In terms of Josh Richardson and so forth, like yeah, we loved him when he was a, a, a creating plays and as you said, getting those defensive stats. Both of those have kind of gone by the wayside. They've got D, uh, Dion Waiters suddenly playing heavy minutes. Dwayne Wade can can just be the guy any given night. Uh, Dragic is questionable for this one, so he might be in the mix. Uh, Roddy Magruder's earned twenty plus minutes the past few games. Well, Magruder Derek will Jones... go away
1: if, if Dragic's back. I think. Yeah, just I agree.
2: And but but like Derek Jones Jr. could come out of the woodwork one day. It, and they're benching a guy like James Johnson They're ben- I mean there's just so many options here And you never know which way the wind is going to blow So I tend to avoid the Heat I think they're a fine team to stack though Because most of these guys are going to contribute something And then you'll inevitably hit the guy who goes off So um, I don't know They're a fascinating team for DFS
1: yeah. But I, I tend to avoid them Just because there's so much uncertainty I used to But I, once, Dragic, once Dragic returned It was like oh my god I'm not into this but mm-hmm. uh, now it's it's and obviously when Ty, when Tyler Johnson was there too, yeah, I was true. like, nah, I'm not playing an 11 man rotation. But now I think things have leveled off just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, there's still some risk. Uh, good for this one. Oh yeah, nothing. Okay, else so just, let's, let's yeah. move on. We got Pistons 111 at Bulls 107. Uh, Detroit's been a little slow. Uh, they've been seven, 28th in time per possession since the deadline. Their offensive efficiency is way up, and this is the Bulls here. So, are there any other high-priced studs? Reggie Jackson only played 20 minutes, by the way, in the last game. Went to the locker room briefly. Um, I didn't see him limping. Um, didn't play in garbage time um, in a blowout, so I don't think he's hurt. But I'm not. I'm never really into Reggie, and I'm sure you're the same. Um, but Blake against the Bulls, eight-five. Uh, Drummond's been insane. Um, he's only ten. I mean, only ten thousand is not bad. Like I actually like him more than Vooch and just he's playing he's playing his best ball of his career
2: yeah you know I I, as much as I like Vooch and and vouched for him earlier so to speak I uh I'm with you I'd take Drummond and this matchup is fantastic I mean god bless Robin Lopez and what he's been doing but I I think Drummond's gonna crush so yeah 10,000 that's
1: that's a good call yeah and what about um just quickly on Lopez what about Blake I mean Blake he kind of disappointed me the last time I really touted him against Jabari Parker. But against Laura, I could see him having a good game. Yeah, he's... I don't just, love him, but... Yeah, he's
2: been real quietly. I mean, yeah. one game over 35 fantasy points in his past seven, or eight, actually. I'm not really getting behind that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Re- partly because Reggie's been shooting better. Um, yeah, Reggie, I mean... And I think Wade said, Ellington you... even, taking some usage away, could hurt him. Uh, who also, by the way, is a play. Ellington's cheap. So, I like him if you're looking for... Where's where's his price at? He's 3-9 at? And, against the Bulls. Oh, wow. Okay. So.
2: And Kennard has a foot issue. He's probable, but... I mean, if he were out, that would be automatic play Ellington. Yeah.
1: What about Kennard at 5-4? He's played better, too. If he plays... He should be fine.
2: Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I love this matchup for Detroit. So, yeah. if you have confidence in any of the Pistons, fire him up. Because the Bulls are going to get shredded. And they have... I think they have a... They're only putting... The Bulls at minus 4. in Yeah, 111-107. <laughs> of... Yeah, for, for Vegas odds. So I'm
1: like, I'll take that all day. I am want to make that bet. Yeah, another good game. To, again, early game to attack. Um, Going to the Bulls side. If you don't want to play Drummond. Robin Lopez is still too cheap, man. He's 5'8". He's going to get huge minutes. I'm worried about foul trouble, so it's not a great spot for him. But I'm into that. Zach Levine's been on fire lately. Uh, he's 8'5", so the price reflects that. Yeah, uh, and then Laurie Market and also been kind of hot too. So anybody here bulls wise that you're... I mean Laurie at eight one is not bad at all. Yeah, it's too expensive to me. He actually fell seven hundred. So this yeah. this
2: price reflects a pretty steep drop. Uh, I think it's because of the matchup, which Detroit has been the worst team to face for DFS, period over the past month um they've also been particularly brutal against power forwards only the rockets have given up fewer points to power forwards that's the pj tucker factor i assume Mm -hmm. um so i I don't like it he's a little too you know as you said it's a decent price for him most of the time but i think in this matchup i can't get behind it and that's the reason i'll be avoiding levine i like Rolo for cash games but i don't love his upside
1: especially uh versus detroit yep um definitely subpar matchup for those guys Uh, Okay, so let's move on here to one of the main games. uh, that we got 76ers, 112 at Rockets, 120. Still no Embiid. And the 76ers have given up the fifth most shots at the rim without Embiid, and they've usually been very good interior-wise. So that could open some things up. Uh, Still no Ken Freed. Shumpert is questionable, and no Boban as well. Harden, yes or no?
2: (laughs) I'm into him. Yeah, I think. I mean, his price is... Only, I should say, uh, (laughs) 12,000. But that's down from his peak. He was up at like 14 when Chris Paul was out, and he was dropping 60 on a nightly basis. But I think his floor is as safe as they get. He nearly dropped 100 fantasy points eight days ago. So, yeah, I'm
1: I'm fully confident playing him. And we have some news, actually, just right before we're, Uh we're hopping on here. Ben Simmons' illness questionable. Oh, okay. So that would make Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler very aggressive plays, yeah. would you agree there? And then what about for... anybody else that you'd think?
2: Well, when does this game tip? Are we going to know before 7 p.m. We probably won't, long? but we, no, we might. No, it's an 8
1: p.m. start. Yeah. If he's at game time. But he didn't shoot around, so maybe he gets ruled out at, and when he when Brett Brown talks to the media at like
2: 6.30. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, if he's out, Tobias and Jimmy, their ownership rates are going to spike. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, even a guy like uh, Reddick
1: could suddenly come into play. He's been terrible lately. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely could see him being someone to look at. That's a huge, I mean, a huge gap. so TJ McConnell, I think, would be the guy I would want to target for a cheap play. Okay. yeah I, mean, I think that's kind of an easy one. Makes sense. oh he's rock yeah. bottom yeah, yeah three five there you go so that would be another and that'll, that'll be way easier to get hardened in too reddick's still priced up huh five five i'm not okay yeah. i wouldn't go there then what about uh so i guess tj if if ben's out would you prefer tj or frank jackson i guess i'm still going with frank jackson i agree I yeah we'll get to him in a second yeah. um so i mean tobias they're going to be high owned and they should. So I mean, there's enough yeah, cheap yeah. guys on the slate now where you can get them in there. Uh, Tobias is kind of cheap too for as well as he's played at under eight seven eight. So, do you like uh, Jonah Bolden? I don't. Um, I just he doesn't really do enough. He's not a strong rebounder. He's four four. Just play Kaminsky instead.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I Fully agree. Plus, okay. Houston's a, a, a
2: terrible matchup. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's part of the reason why. Capella's going to play huge minutes, um, yep. which I also don't hate. Uh, uh, I think Capella's going to be at 7-5. Uh, and a great, cheap. Yeah, cheap. Uh, Farid's like out. I'm in, man. Yeah, he's got 35 minutes in the bag and wants to blow out. So, definitely in on him. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really... T- yes, Harden, yes. There's so much value on the slate now that... At Harden again at a discount of twelve thousand is definitely a guy to look at. Like that's that's (laughs) pretty cheap. Um, Do you like him over Westbrook, even though different positions? I do. Sure, yeah, Yeah, definitely. Because I I know he's going to play. A little bit worried about Westbrook with the overtime. Um, yeah. So Chris Paul, no, no, no. and Eric Gordon, no. Yeah, I am good there. Okay, so let's move on here. Um, okay, so here's where the big injury news happens. We got Raptors one nineteen and Pelicans one twelve. We've missed it. Drew Holiday's out at least seven to ten days with an abdominal issue, possible shutdown candidate because it's at least ten seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. So this is this is big. Like Drew Holiday is everything to this team right now. He has been since the AD trade limit talk. Holiday has been in all nine lineups with at least nine minutes um, since Jeez. that went down. Every single one of them. Only player. Um, but then the most used lineup with AD without Drew has been Alfred Payton, Camridge Williams, Darius Miller, AD, and, as you probably expect, Frank Jackson uh, at just four minutes. Um, so um, Jackson has a 42 minute game on his resume this year, so he's pretty healthy. This was against the San Antonio Spurs early February, whatever it was. Um, there was no more, no Payton. By the way, no more as well. So. Jackson has big minutes coming his way. He's cheap. He is easy punt play. We probably not have to sell you on that, um, mm-hmm. and which should be a decent matchup at home. Anything you want to add? Uh, just in terms of the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's three seven. Like he's an easy sell. Oh yeah, Frank Jackson.
2: I'm. Yeah. I mean I'm Sorry, entirely yeah. in. Uh, Pell's coach Alvin Gentry. Raved about him the other night. He said the best thing I like about him defensively, he's really solid. His offense is coming around and he's deciding what he can and can't do, but he's only going to get better by the experience of being out on the floor and playing. And now Drew Holiday is out for seven to ten days. So do the math. I mean, this guy's going to get tons of minutes. So Frank Jackson, super easy play. Um, I, I'm thinking, I mean, obviously, Alfred Payton's going to get tons of minutes by default. But someone else has to play in this backcourt. Darius Bertans, I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, he's not available yeah, quite yet. About... The, the, yeah, they just signed him. Uh, Ian Clark is probably going to get minutes.
1: Yep, that's who I expect to get a little bit of minutes. And
2: weirdly, well. the, the Pelicans, I don't know that this will be the case at all going forward, but they've experimented with Stanley Johnson in short minutes as a point guard. Uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll see a little bit of that. I don't think it worked out all that well, but... Um, they just don't have a backcourt right now. So Alfred Payton, Frank Jackson, probably Ian Clark would be the guys I'd, I'd target. Clark's really like a deep. I mean, that's a deep cut, but
1: yeah, there's enough cheap guys. We probably don't have to go yeah, that route. But the minutes yeah. will be there. I mean, if you want to go totally against the grain, you could do it. Uh, what about Cambridge Williams? Uh, should get a ton of sure. a ton of small forward minutes, like insane amount. Five two. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. What do you? I mean, he played 35 minutes the other night or something. I want to yeah, say he's been consistently in the 30s for the most part, especially with yeah. Drew out because they got three guard all day with Moore too, and Moore's out for a little bit too. By the way, he's going to get shut down. Yeah, um, and there's so, going to yeah. be usage there for him too. So yep. And what about? I didn't look at Anthony Davis's price. He's seven four, so he the, still can't do it yet. The cheapest he's been all season. Yeah. But,
2: yeah. Uh, that's like half his price yeah man for, he was sitting almost league. 14 before yeah but he's playing half the minutes so that's i guess
1: it makes
2: sense yeah and Anybody? What else anybody tragic else? situation for fantasy owners. Uh, hey, uh, at least he's getting out there and
1: putting up some stats it could be worse yeah uh i'll add where, i had this written down so randall with ad without drew per 36 29 and 13 uh alfred payton mm. with ad without drew per 36 28 and 7 so those again, I we didn't, I didn't talk about Alfred too much, but yeah, Alfred and Jackson are a very, very strong plays today. Uh, I'll yeah. add two to your quotes. Ever since summer league, Gentry's like, "Yo, Jackson just is our is what we want our identity to be." So yeah, he's gonna be just rock solid. He's pre, he's the the play over Royce, right? Like he's the punt play of the day. Yeah, yeah. I uh,
2: for some reason cut him in our thirty man league, like. Th- three weeks into the season, and I am just—I've been kicking myself ever since. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Let's see here. Anybody? Uh, and that, that, I guess that covers that one. Um, Pelicans allow a lot to rim. Second most shots at the rim since the uh, since the break. Um, how do you feel about if we're switching to the Raptors? How do you yeah. feel about the center
2: spot in Toronto? I mean, Ibaka obviously went off on Tuesday. Gasol could start. Uh, we we seemingly. I mean it's a fantastic matchup for centers. The Pelicans have been yeah. getting shredded by big men, but we don't know who's gonna start. We don't I think know who's Serge just a minute today. I think Serge starts I, today.
1: I do too. Does that do you trust him enough at five five? That's good. I think mean, that's a good price for him. I don't yeah. love him. There's other guys I'd rather play, but if you really want to attack Frank Jackson, Alfred Payton, Kemitch Williams, you want to put some Raptors in there to stack that one down. Yeah, I'd play him over Marvin Williams, I think. It, I think I so. mean, I'd he's pr- only three hundred more. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd play him over him. I'd rather save on Frank though. With me on that one, Frank. Kaminsky. Yeah, I mean, I'll go both, I guess. Yeah, Kaminsky, yeah, for sure. my I mean, power forwards. Yeah, I don't like a lot of expensive power forwards today. No, nope. um, anybody else here that you would Lowry? I'm not, I can't play Kawhi, I refuse. Um, Lowry, yeah. I'm not too much into him. You think, um, are you afraid of Kawhi resting or yes, yeah? So, does that make you like Siakam a little more? A little bit. I, mean, I guess it can't hurt. Again, weaker interior defense. He's seventy <laughs> yeah. five, so Yeah, reasonably
2: priced. Yeah. Probably probably spend spend three hundred more on Tobias, especially if out. Yeah, oh out,
1: but... for sure. There's there's no doubt about that. Yeah. But, all right, I'm good to move. Um yeah, about, sure. actually him and Dwight Powell are right in the same neighborhood. I think I'd prefer Siakam, I guess. Well if Kawhi's out, but we I'm I'm just I don't I think Kawhi plays, but obviously you can't put him in your lineup. I go with Siakam just because it's a fantastic matchup, whereas yeah. Powell is up against a bad matchup. So yeah. simple, simple math there. Cool, cool. Uh, let's move on here to the slow game of the day. Um, the Raptors, excuse me, the Jazz one hundred eight at Grizzlies one hundred three. Uh, no slow mo. No Jaron Jackson. Justin Holiday's question: Will the Uh, Next thing, still no and no Neto, and Ricky Rubio is doubtful now. So, last Mm. time Rubio didn't play, Royce O'Neal played 40 minutes. Um, Just a tremendous defensive impact player, switchability, they love everything he does. So, if he's going to play upper 30s and he's under 4,000, you have to instantly like him, and he can do a little bit of everything with defensive stats. So, he is um, easily top five punt play of the day, maybe number two behind Frank
2: yeah no disagreement here he's as cheap as they get at 3500 uh 10 starts he hasn't been fantastic but he's still hitting almost 23 fantasy points in those games and i think as you said the last time rubio was out and they have no true point guard right now because neto is also out um so yeah i think the minutes are going to be phenomenal and he's an easy play
1: yep uh i think this game suits his tempo too he brings the ball up a little bit too by the way so i think that helps him oh too. yeah so yeah, I definitely like him. Uh, and then also, too, not a great matchup, but uh, point guard Joe Ingles uh, should get a little bit more run. Uh, I think he had, what, eight times the last time he really in play, something like that. Uh, yeah, Superball man. pretty well. So yeah, 6-2, that's not bad. I, I
2: was amazed. I, I I wrote one of his blurbs recently. He had double-digit assists once, I think, in the first like three months of the season. He's done it three times in the past four games. So... And now Rubio's out, so if Ingles doesn't hit
1: double-digit assists, it'll be a
2: a real letdown.
1: Oh, nice. So we like him quite a bit. Um, Donnie Mitch under nine.
2: This is just such a slow game. I, yeah. I don't want a lot of action here, <laughs> and yeah. I'm comfortable going with Royce just because he's super cheap and the minutes are going to be there. But I don't. I'm not eager to play guys from this game.
1: Yeah, the Grizzlies have been the slowest team since the break. Obviously, it's what they do. Uh, and the Jazz aren't too slow right now, but yeah, this is not a great game to stack. Memphis-wise, I don't have anybody written down here against the Jazz. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I don't
2: even know who you could make a case for. It's it's ugly. Avery Bradley's been hot lately, but his price has also gone up, and he's questionable with, I think, or probable, but with an ankle mm-hmm. injury. He's Justin a- Holiday's banged up. Ivan Rabb's been, you know, hit or miss. Valanciunas well, is too expensive.
1: I guess if say uh, Bradley and or Holiday don't play, DeLon Wright, Deon Wright, yeah, I guess. maybe. Uh, I'm not. But they're m- both probables, and and yeah. this is a late lock, so you're probably
2: going to want to avoid this. Sometime. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, let's move on. Then we got Nuggets 114 at Warriors 120. This is going to be the the mainstream game of the day. Still no Bogat yet. Kevon Looney and Clay should be back. Um, I'll add Scott Foster is ref on this one, so you can't play Draymond now. Um, (laughs) uh, And then Denver's been slow actually since the break. They're 26 in time per possession. Um, uh, Steve Kerr and Draymond Green both said they want to have the number one seed, so it's season long owner. You'd love to hear that. Uh, And then Bogey City's all for adding Bogat. Steph has scored 31 per game over his last two against the Nuggets. KD at 23.5. Mm. Who do we like here? Uh, either way, any, any which way?
2: I don't know. I mean, Kevin Durant is as cheap as he's been all season. He's ninety two hundred, so not cheap, but that's his that's his low point. That's uh, damn cheap. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It, you know, on paper ninety two hundred still a lot, but it's yeah. Kevin Durant. He was lousy versus Boston, but I'm betting on a big bounce back. So this is going to be a fantastic game. I'm expecting a lot of scoring. Should be close. Clay could be limited. I mean, it sounds like he'll play, but maybe he's a you know on a bit of a minute limit that just helps Durant. So I'm into him at 9200. I'll start there.
1: That's insane. Even Curry's pretty cheap too at 91. Yeah. I think they must have got pulled down since they got blown out or something. But yeah, I'm into Curry. I'm into Durant. And that's kind of it there. Um, I'm right. There's really nobody else. Like I said, I can't play Draymond with Scott Foster in the building. And, yeah, uh, Boogie, I can't play. Um, I could see him getting exploited against... They really, the, the Celtics really went after him. and hope that's going to be on a lot of tape now, uh, how they attacked him on pick and rolls and stuff. So hopefully Boogie yeah. and Minutes can still get up there a little bit. And but, Draymond,
2: while you're talking about techs, we should mention that Draymond has 14, so he's just two away. I mean, if, if he gets a double tech and is ejected, that's an automatic suspension. Yeah. And Westbrook is one away. So if you, if you own Russell Westbrook, you're living on the edge in fantasy playoffs oh, right sure. now.
1: Yeah, better crazy. Uh, pick up, make sure Dennis Schroeder's owned. And Jordan Bell maybe get a little uh, two-game Warrior Week coming up. That'd be rough if you have a... Uh, you You can't even... Can you even play Draymond in like a a ten, uh, like 12 team or two games next week? With two games? Yeah, I don't think you can, huh? I don't think you can because there's so many
2: teams with four. Um, yeah.
1: And if he gets if he gets double tech in the, the oh, first game, it. he can't he'll get a yeah. one game week. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what about Denver here? Uh, obviously, Jokic is going to be a play if you are going to go after this one. Ten nine is definitely fine. Could see him dominating against the Warriors. Uh, what about Gary Harris? We saw Michael Malone talk him up. Uh, he's still pretty cheap. He hasn't looked right. Like, excuse me, he looks right, but his shots not mm. falling. And he's only four eight. could be pretty high. I could see him getting heavier minutes in this one, so a 4-8 a comment kind of to him.
2: He's all right. I mean, he's coming off that one game, and he looked good down the stretch of that game, which is really what I was waiting for. I cut him in a bunch of leagues. He's a guy I've always been on board with for years, Gary Harris. I thought he'd think he's hugely undervalued, but, man, he just hasn't had it this year. Injuries have sapped him. The Nuggets' depth really allowed them to take their time bringing him back. I saw flashes of Gary Harris in their last couple games. I th- I think he is back, but... I'm not really biting after one game and there's too many too yeah. many good guys in the mid range for me to go with him. he's a fine, fine option. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much yeah. just for
1: stacking if you're gonna go really hard this game. Yeah.
2: I think Millsap too, if you're gonna stack, I think he's a strong play. He's only sixty seven
1: hundred. So That's good, yeah. Yeah. He's been Cheap. tremendous on better on offense. Um, you know, he could maybe play some five. I don't think they're going to, but um if the matchups dictate it, like say Jokic and or Pomegan foul trouble, stuff it could be an option there. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, Jamal Murray now can't do Malik no, really. anymore. Can't do Monte anymore. Can't do it. It's gonna be too. He might not even play in this one. So yeah, I guess that's kind of it. Yeah. Well, what Bart, do you think about Bart, Jokic Barton, though? I guess? Oh yeah. I've been to Barton uh, a little bit. I'm into yeah. Barton a little
2: bit. Yep. Barton's fine. He's only five eight. It's gonna be like I said. I think it'll be a close game with lots of points scored. So he's looked he's... much
1: healthier in the past like five or six games. I want to say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jokic, I wish he wasn't 11,000. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think I can go there. And by the way, Garrett Harris scored 28 points against the Dubs in the last time he played. Uh Um, And then nobody else really lit it up. I mean, Jokic was at 28 and 7 over his last two averages, so that's not stellar. I mean, Golden State definitely defends pretty well. All right, let's get the last game here. Uh, we got Thunder. They play again overtime in Portland last night. So late flight, not much rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Westbrook had said in the post game um, with Roz Goldamude that he's. It sounded like he's for sure, and his minutes are actually higher on back to backs, which I thought was fascinating. Um, this hmm. guy's just this guy's just insane uh, as far as how athletic he is. Um, And close game here 117 at 119 uh, Still no Will Chan Luke Bamute Which I found out this morning Listening to Doc Rivers Press conference He started practicing And pulled himself out uh, So <laughs> Bamute Probably is done For the year I guess But a couple other Doc Rivers quotes Um, He said he wants to use Will Chan at the 3 Eventually it's down the line Um, And he said It's tough to be so small A lot So especially Against all this size I think I'd be a little scared To play Landry Shamit. Um and he put a lot of again. He emphasized uh, limiting turnovers and offensive boards. So it sounds like he wants to try to play a little bit bigger here. Damn. So I mean, I don't hate Jamichael. There's so many. Pun- there's so many guys I want to punt, but I think this could be a Jamichael game when they play Gallo with the thrill a little bit more. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my takeaway here. Uh, and then SGA, I guess, has been all right. But uh, and then Gallo's kind of. Eh, I don't really like the matchup for him. So just Jamichael and, and Pat Beverly against. Westbrook should get big minutes, but he's a little expensive at
2: six two. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess Jermichael. I hadn't really, even really considered him.
1: Yeah, it's pure matchup dart throw. If you're gonna really play West, if you're gonna play Westbrook or something, you to put some yeah on there. And you said Chandler Wilson Chandler's gonna make his he's, Clippers debut, uh, or he's no, he's, he's getting close. He's out. He went through practice yesterday, though. Yeah, and he's okay. Or he did that. And... He, he he's he's getting close, but he shouldn't be out there yet
2: okay he was optimistic he'd play but who knows what that yeah, means yeah. Pla- players optimism never really adds up to much yeah. um yeah there's not too many other clippers frankly that i'm eager to throw out there uh pap ev's been good at times but i don't love him sga shaman lou williams is hit or miss yeah i
1: i'm kind of off the clippers frankly yeah, tonight. just total dart throw on him uh, so, you can't play Steven Adams on a back-to-back after overtime, I don't think. I only played 28 minutes in the last time he was in that scenario. Obviously, it was a double overtime game against Utah. So, slightly different scenario. But, uh, and Adams hasn't looked right to me. Like, I feel like he's getting gashed more defensively. Yeah. It used to be like, I'm not playing against... I'm not playing a center against Steven Adams. No, yeah, I agreed. think it's kind of something I can, can go get into. Especially, Cat tore him up. Um, but... Yeah, I'm I'm good here. Uh I, I would I'd rather spend on someone else than, rather than Westbrook. Pat beverly has been pretty decent on him um over his career, but um this season he's been not very good actually. Seventeen points on forty two possessions over two games. Uh he actually was bad against Avery Bradley. But I, I could I mean I can get into Westbrook, but it's just I just don't really like this game that much, as close as it is. I could be wrong. Yeah, so.
2: yeah, no. I mean, Westbrook could be okay, but as you said, there's. Yeah, uh, I'd rather play Harden, Paul George. I mentioned earlier as as a guy I'd play, and that's going back to like with Vooch, you talked about elite consistency, and I I wrote a column about that mid season, and Paul George was top of the list. He was the most consistent player bar none th- through the first half of the season. I don't think I don't think that's changed since then, really. I mean, he's he's incredible. And you mentioned the double OT ver, uh, game versus Utah in late February. He played 50 minutes, followed that up with 38 minutes versus the Kings. Didn't have a great game, but still, like, you know, OKC's not afraid to run this guy into the ground, yeah. apparently. So uh, I'm not super worried about his playing time tonight. And I don't know. He, he's in play at 10-7 if, if you manage to punt in a lot of other areas.
1: They're, they're not going to have a shoot around. We're not going to know anything until after a lock, though. That's why it gives me pause. You afraid of a, D- a straight DMP? Or? A little bit. So let me get into some okay. details that okay. they, sh- they shared uh, on the broadcast with Roz Goldon-Lude. Uh Not structural, just purely tightness. He has trouble raising his arms. Uh, he had been doing rehab with five-pound weights, lifting weights above his head. Uh, he had a strain rotator cuff right now, uh, which he actually worked on over the summer. So it sounds like it's something he was playing through. So maybe something with getting that time off could get him going um, and he's had issues with like extension and stuff but I mean he mentioned that contact wasn't taking contact was an issue went to yeah. line a line of career high 20 times last night so <laughs> it definitely wasn't <laughs> affecting him so yeah yeah it's just I, it's, if, if this game wasn't seven I'd be I'd like him but I just hate late start back to backs for teams that are gonna make the playoffs man like that's just one of my like top five things to look out for. So, I don't know. It's just hard to play those late games on back. It's as simple as that. I think, I think Paul George yeah, could definitely fair. go off.
2: That's, and I hope he does
1: for my 30-man team's sake.
2: Yeah, it's fair. I mean, it does help that they're in a dogfight for playoff position, but you're right. I mean, they're locked to make it, and who knows.
1: Yeah, and Westbrook po- Westbrook post game, it, it made it seem like they want this game. So, I'm not trying to... if you're If you sold yourself on Paul George, and I'm the only reason talking you out of it, like, don't do it. You know, play him, but... I just think there's a don't go heavy on him. Like, don't play like all the Paul George. I definitely think, I don't know, what's a rule of thumb? Like, if there's a 15% chance a guy who's close to 10K isn't going to play, that's too high. Yeah, wait to start. So, I don't, I I think it's probably 10% he doesn't play tonight. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. um, I just flipped out. I mean, I had Paul Smith
2: or uh, Paul George as as we've been talking. I've been putting together a little DFS fan duel lineup in the background. So I got Frank Jackson, Alfred Payton, James Harden, Bradley Beal, Royce O'Neill, And then I just switched out Paul George for Dorian Finney-Smith, which allowed me to get Vooch at my center spot. Kaminsky and Ibaka at power forward, and I'm pretty pleased with that.
1: That sounds nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So,
2: right, we, so... Just,
1: you,
2: we just talked me into that lineup, so there <laughs> <Here> we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a great slate. A lot of cheap guys, a lot of studs in there, with a little Westbrook Harden. Um... No Giannis, so it's not the the full. Who who else is usually the It used to be AD? Oh, AD, yeah, but sure. not anymore. But so we got two two of the higher priced guys. Jokic is pretty priced. Got a mm-hmm. lot of guys over ten k. One, two, three, four, five. Was it seven, eight, seven, seven? So fun slate here. And she, KD's usually ten k. He's only nine two. There's just so much going on here.
2: Yeah, if Embiid were in there, we'd have another 10K guy. Yeah, you gotta, exactly. yeah, Kevin Loves playing make, like a 10K guy at
1: 8-6. So it's a fun, fun slate tonight. I'm excited. All right, so we're out of here on that. You guys enjoy your weekend. Good luck to those of you in upcoming fantasy playoff matchups. And thanks for coming on, Ryan. You got it, Mike.